Welcome, welcome, welcome to Real Job Talk, the podcast with practical advice for mid-career professionals. I'm Kat. And I'm Liz. Hey, Liz. How's it going? It's going. How are you? <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. It's been, uh, both of us have been really busy. Um, and it's, yeah. uh, we've got a heat wave here in the Bay Area. So uh, yes. it's over a hundred in most places. It's up for the coast where it's only in the mild eighties, which is getting a bunch of, uh, a bunch of traffic in the area because everyone's trying to escape. But I thought of yeah. you when I was I think close to a hundred this weekend. I was like, this is how Liz, uh, this is normal for Liz. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. I've been hearing stories. I'm like, yeah, welcome to my world, people. Mm-hmm. Isn't it fun? Sweating, mm-hmm. to, you know, multiple showers a day. Mm-hmm. Well, shall we introduce today's topic? Yeah, sure. Which is not as fun as talking about the weather. But, you know, we are we are real job talk, so we better talk about yeah. jobs. Okay, so today we're going to we talk better. about something that happens not that often in the corporate world, but it still happens. Mm-hmm. We're going to talk about job abandonment. Yeah, I've seen it twice in my career. How about you? That I remember. Seen, yeah, I've seen it a few times in the corporate world, and I I saw people mm-hmm. walk off of you know retail jobs um, more often yeah. mm-hmm. when I was in college and working retail, yeah, high school and yep. college. So it does happen, mm-hmm. and so so we decided to do this episode to to talk a little bit about job amendment and also to give you some tips so that mm-hmm. it doesn't happen to you. Yeah, and I, we want you to understand the ripple effect also mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. because. I think a lot of people don't quite understand what happens when a job abandonment happens. Yeah. So for us, that's important. Let's let's start with kind of a definition. Liz, tell us how how would you define job abandonment? Yeah, um, it's pretty much when you drop the mic on work and nobody knows where you are. So mm-hmm. being a no show, yeah. uh, and usually it's for. Uh, more than one day. Yeah. Uh, but most companies have a job abandonment policy that says if they can't reach you for a certain number of days, they will consider it job abandonment and you will lose your job. Yeah. Very often I see and at my company's policy is three days mm-hmm. and it is over. Yeah. Well, from a, from a management or HR perspective, these are super scary because we worry about the people that we work with and mm-hmm. and helping a manager scramble to cover their work, you know, trying trying to find the person that's missing and also making mm-hmm. contingency plans if you can't find the person. Mm-hmm. Liz, what happens first when job abandonment mm-hmm. is suspected? So when someone just doesn't show up and they don't send a Slack or an email or mm-hmm. a call or anything... So I would say as a manager or HR person, the first thing you do is ask around. Mm-hmm. Hey, have you seen Kat? Do you know where Kat is? Have you heard mm-hmm. from Kat? Anyone heard from Kat? 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 And mm-hmm. uh, asks around. Then they call and they email and they text and they Slack mm-hmm. and they try to get in touch with the person every way that they can. So they have a cell phone and a home phone number. Like that's usually when HR kind of finds out about it because they're trying to get contact information they don't even have. Mm-hmm. So Usually there's kind of this, uh-oh, where where is the person? What do we do? So mm-hmm. you want to, you might, they might call the emergency contact mm-hmm. that the person has listed if they've listed one mm-hmm. and say, hey, have you heard from Jane lately? You know, do you know where she is? So it's a tough balance because you really want to find the person and make sure they're okay and Frankly, you want to see if they're coming back to work because there's work to be done and shifts to cover or projects to finish or whatever. But you 
you don't want to set off too many alarm bells in case it's like a dead battery slept through the alarm situation and you don't need to be, you know, going to the ends of the earth. So it's trying to find them in a way and kind of as each hour goes, it becomes a little bit, you know, the alarm not going off becomes less and less likely. So, you know, you've tried all of those normal things Mm -hmm. to reach out. And if those efforts aren't successful, usually management or HR or together, Mm -hmm. they're going to involve the authorities. They they might ask the police to do a wellness check. Uh, They might Mm -hmm. call local hospitals and maybe Mm -hmm. even a local school if that person has kids just to kind of check to make sure that that everyone's okay. Mm -hmm. Yep. Hey, I'm calling from, you know, Minnie Jane's (laughs) office. Uh, Are the kids in school today? Like, have you seen Jane? We're Mm -hmm. concerned about her. And, you know, often there's a confidentiality thing too, but it's one of those things where you're just, you're just trying to find the person. Yeah. Well, it's stressful too. It's stressful. Oh, stressful. I was in a situation once when I, the, the first time I was director of HR and it was one of those situations where I learned a lot from it and I wouldn't, I would do it differently if I was, if I was doing it now, but, um, Mm -hmm. you know, the person was having some, some personal issues and just went silent and was Mm -hmm. a long-term employee. And the president of the company went to her house, which, Mm -hmm. you know, I think now, you know, now that I have more experience, I wouldn't recommend that. I would definitely recommend having, you know, calling, calling, calling the authorities and have them do that. That's just cleaner. Mm -hmm. But they were, they were very worried about the person and the person turned out to be okay. She was at home, was Mm -hmm. going through something, but here's the thing, people like, Life happens, shit happens. Uh-huh. And the most important thing as an employee is to communicate mm-hmm. because when you don't communicate, it causes worry, it causes anxiety, it causes drama, <laughs> all, all of those things that you don't want to associate with your name, if at all possible. Totally. Oh my gosh, I was just going to say that you don't want to be the cause of all those things. Yeah. And, and yeah, we cannot emphasize how scary this is yeah. to be trying to find someone, uh, the worry that happens when someone's disappeared. Like we, we, as the employer side, we want to make sure we do everything before enacting Mm -hmm. our job abandonment policy, because if someone is hurt or dead or in trouble, we don't want to be cutting them off and be like, sorry, you're out of here. Like, and I mean, I, I had one once long time ago where the person kind of like felt called to a cause Mm. and they literally dropped everything, dropped clients, dropped it all. And like their boss was calling all the local hospitals, ended up calling their parents that lived across the country. And they were at Burning Man. Similar. Like it was, it was not Burning Man, but it was like this, they were called to a movement and it's like, Holy crap. We thought you were dead. Like we knew this person lived alone. Like right. we were so worried and like the amount of forget the productivity that was lost. It was a lot. But like one text could have solved it. Would have saved yeah. 4 days of abs and plus like they had big clients that they had just dropped the mic on. Yeah. Like what a mess. Not and okay. like you don't want to make a mess, but you also don't want to scare people you mm-hmm. work with. Mm-hmm. It Nothing breaks trust, like the fact that you don't trust someone to show up. Yeah. So how do you avoid a potential job abandonment? It's pretty simple. You communicate. Mm-hmm. 
you communicate that you need to be out even for an emergency, let someone you work with know. It can be a text, Mm -hmm. it can be a Slack, Mm -hmm. it can be an email. It doesn't need to be a lot of detail. And if you can't do it yourself, you can even have someone do it for you. Uh, But you Mm -hmm. need to let someone know. And if you do that, then you avoid this Mm -hmm. whole job abandonment thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it's, you know, kind of a piece of advice is to make sure that someone who's really close to you, who's kind of kind of know your whereabouts in an emergency, like knows your boss's number. Yeah. That someone can get hold of someone. And again, this doesn't have to be a life storytelling. No. This can be a, you know, car accident. I got got in a car accident. You know, like it can be a one-liner. I have a personal emergency and I'm going to be out indefinitely. I will let you know as soon as I come up for air. I need to go on leave. I think in that case, you have to say, I need to go on medical leave or I need to go on personal leave or whatever the policy is, Mm -hmm. because you cannot say, I need to just be out, but you better pay me indefinitely. But later Gator, like that, that leave isn't covered. So you have to give enough information to go on, to be appropriately dealt with. Cause, cause I hate to be captain obvious here, but your job doesn't pay you not to work. Right. Like there are different leaves to honor things that happen in life, whether it's illness or Mm -hmm. change in family status or other things. There are Mm -hmm. lots of different kinds of leaves, but the peace out, I still want to get paid and be on your benefits leave. That's not one of them. Right. So you have no right to those things if you're not communicating, uh, you know, what you need in that moment. So again, it's really important that you communicate and you know, just as important as having a plan with someone you trust in case you're incapacitated, right? For whatever reason, so that someone has your boss's phone number and to call them in case of an emergency. And emergencies are scary. So help your loved ones know how to help you. Yeah. The worst thing would be if someone I loved needed my help and needed me to call their work and I didn't know how to do it. Mm -hmm. Like how scary, or it needs their fingerprint or it needs this. Right. So, so make a plan, make, make a, make an emergency plan. Uh, Cause that can save a lot. Uh, it can save your reputation, but it could also save a lot of heartache on a lot of people's um, plate. But yeah, if, if, even if you need to go out on disability, you need to work with your manager. You need to work with HR. This mm-hmm. is adulting and we need to take care of our business as much as we can. Mm-hmm. And the, the difference between communicating and not communicating is everything, right? <laughs> when I have an employee who is communicating with me, I'm going to bend over backwards to accommodate them. If I have someone For who's sure. not communicating with me, even if I want to bend over backwards, I'm not able to. Yeah. No, I can't. How can I... Mm-hmm. help someone who I don't know where they are. Yes. Like you just can't. Yeah. It's, it's super hard. And, and it, we've said the word scary about a billion times, but having been on the other side, it's scary. And I got to tell you when, like the example I said, when the person decided to follow their heart and do some volunteer work, like when we found out where they were, are you joking? Right. Like, I'll never work with that person again. I think they're a perfectly lovely person, but I will never work with them again. That was nuts. Mm-hmm. I mean, that was that was nuts from a coworker point of view. Yeah. yeah. And then to find out, oh, I went to go volunteer somewhere. Like, what? You're not in the hospital? Yeah. That's crazy. So if you cannot be the person that causes angst for others be that by person. your inaction. Yeah. yeah. 
be the person that has a plan, communicates, uh-huh. and doesn't leave your coworkers in the lurch. Yeah. And even if you're like, I can't deal with work for another day, take a mental health day. We're all for days off, vacations, week yeah. off. Go for yeah. it. Plan it out. You feeling burnt out? Plan a vacation for a week or two from then so that you've planned it. To, you know, tell your boss, I'm, I'm going to take a vacation week. Great. Do it. You'll never hear us say not to. Yeah. But want you to understand that there are huge ripple effects when people don't communicate and leave their jobs and projects get stopped in midair. People spend time and effort worrying and trying to figure out what's going on. The gossip mill goes haywire. Relationships get strained and trust is broken. And you want none of those things. Those things go with you. Yeah. And also, I mean, I would think that a job abandonment would probably be, you know, when, when someone calls in and asks for a, for a standard employment verification and they say, are they eligible for rehire with a job Ooh. abandonment? Probably not. Right. They probably wouldn't be eligible for rehire. So yeah, they would you know, why have that kind of mark on your resume when you can communicate and, and leave a job with communication? Why not? I yep. mean, it, it's avoidable. Uh-huh. This is avoidable. And you know, it's funny. I was talking to someone who told me this story about this woman who um, their boss ended up calling the police because they couldn't find them. And it turns out she was riding her bike to work and got hit by a car and was in the hospital. And so as part of the job abandonment process, they called the police who found her at the local hospital. And of course, was that job abandonment? It wasn't. But again, her team was like worried about her, of course, but also like her family didn't have anyone's like uh-huh. it could have been avoided even in that, uh-huh. you know, bad situation, you know, and even if, even if you're single and don't have mm-hmm. a partner or, sure. or, you know, family to, to back you up in times like this, it's really important uh-huh. to have one person who can be that spokesperson for you. If something like yeah. that were to happen, your emergency contact in your mm-hmm. phone, your emergency yep. at work, I don't know of a job that doesn't ask for an emergency contact. Mm -hmm. Some people don't fill that part out. Fill Mm -hmm. that part out. Yeah. Fill that part out with someone who knows your family, like someone who who you trust. Yeah. Do do some digging. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So it's, it's for your own benefit as well as obviously for your coworkers and work life. What have we missed, Kat? I think we've covered it all. It's it's really one of those basic things that every time I see it mm-hmm. happen, I just I just kind of shake my head and go, "Oh, this didn't need to happen." So, it's no. one of the, we've had some we've had no. some real basic episodes lately, but um, <laughs> but but there are ways, you know, there are best practices to handle this kind of stuff, and that's what we're sharing today. So for sure. So until next time, so. thanks for listening. Absolutely, communicate. <laughs> This is Real Job Talk, the podcast with practical advice for mid-career professionals. Our website with all Real Job Talk related information is realjobtalk.com. We'd love to hear from you. Please send us your questions, topics you'd like to talk about, and Real Job Talk stories. And you may find them featured on a future episode. Use the website or email us at realjobtalk at gmail.com. You can follow us on Twitter at Real Job Talk. And on Facebook and Instagram at Real Job Talk Show. My name is Kathleen Nelson Troyer. You can find me on Twitter at Daily Cat. 
And on LinkedIn, I'm Kathleen Nelson Troyer. And I'm Liz Bronson. On Twitter, I'm Liz B Consult. And on LinkedIn, I'm Liz Bronson. Real Job Talk is produced by John Mark Troyer. Our graphic artists are Lexi and Zachary Bronson. And thanks for joining us. Until next time.